Welcome, folks, to 2022 British Farming Awards. Yes, forget the Oscars, the BAFTAs, the Brits. This is a big one, kids. Oh, we're back, we're back, we're back. That's right, we're here for this special episode of Over the Farm Gate and we are live at this year's British Farming Awards. But this year, it's the 10th anniversary of the BFAs and we are celebrating the very best of farming and agriculture. We're here at the Vox Centre in Birmingham for what is going to be a great night. I'm gonna pass over to Ben who opened the evening and here's what he had to say. Uh, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the British Farming Awards 2022. Uh, it really is my honour and my privilege to be here tonight presenting the British Farming Awards on what is the 10th anniversary of the biggest and best party in British agriculture. From its humble beginnings, which were literally in a sports hall in Droitwich, um, the British Farming Awards has grown to become one of the major showcases of British farming, and tonight, in our new venue at the Vox, we've got in excess of 800 of agriculture's finest. The event really goes from strength to strength, and I'm sure you're gonna all have a great evening tonight. Okay, these are the future, ladies and gentlemen, so give your warmest applause to the Agricultural Student of the Year nominees. The winner is... Rona Campbell Crawford. There well we go! Done. You've just won Ag Student of the Year. How does that feel? Oh, it's absolutely incredible. And I don't want it to sound cliche, but I honestly did not expect it at all. And it was a really, really like stiff line of competition. I had read a lot about the other competitors, and I, honestly, I didn't think I had a chance, but just when my name came up on the screen, absolutely incredible. <laughs> and you were actually nominated by your teacher. Yeah. How did that feel to like have that support from him? It's, it's amazing that uh, it's actually recognised, and you always think that you're just another student, and you never think you're really like that different, that special. But when I saw what I what he wrote about me, and um, like what was put in the nomination, it like was really touching and like nice to know that it's actually recognised, like the effort you put in, and yeah, it was amazing. Oh, definitely. And you're actually not from a farming no. background originally. So why did you want to pursue a career in ag? Um, I got into it when I was really young, actually, through a really good family friend, and uh, I just kind of snowballed as one of those things that was just naturally grew, and um, I just really got a taste for it. And through SRUC and getting into uh, the course that way, uh, I've just been able to grow my experience and, you know, become more in, in the industry than ever. So it's, it's a really, really amazing opportunity. Now, we know, we know like, ag students like to party. How are you <laughs> going to celebrate tonight now you've won? Uh, I think, I think uh, yeah, get back together with the team. And there's some really, really uh, nice support from people in SRUC and other folk that I work with. So uh, just I'll get together and have a couple of drinks and a good dance, I think. They said, like, my lecturer said that he might dance on the table <laughs> if I won, so I'll be definitely looking out for that. Well, we've, we've got to hold him to that. Congratulations. Yeah, we'll let you go so back much. and celebrate. Oh, great. Thanks so much. Next award, Sustainable Farmer of the Year. I'm delighted to announce that the Sustainable Farmer of the Year is Mark Means. There we go. No, I'm just gobsmacked. Um, all of our hard work as a team and what we try and do is a commercial, fresh produce farm. 
and what we do with renewables and net zero for electricity, I don't think this would merit what you guys have given me, but I'm gobsmacked, you know, the team and what we've done and how much we've risked and tried and gone forward and improved on organic matter and um, engaged with Leaf and Waitrose and Marks and Spencers and uh, moved forward and, and, and supplied with Morrisons and mm -hmm. trying to get better. And every year is just make the soil work, make the soil smell great, drain well, fertilise well, organic matter improved. And that's, I count, as the norm. That's what we should be doing. But, you know, I just want to always improve and, and, and we all aim to get better. You know, and I, I must admit, I must be a nightmare to work for. Because um, we're attention to detail and just trying to do the next bit and try and get the time. So we actually got drilled up, sprayed up, cultivated up everything last night at, and I finished at nine o'clock and I know we've got the soil in the right position for next year's crops and what we've done on the wheat and God, how the hell this happened? <laughs> I have no idea. I'm going to get in serious trouble when I get home but this is recommended reward for everyone who works for me and who advise my agronomist is there and my wife has helped me and it's just a a passion for the soil, a passion for the crops. And, you know, we are high-end, we're high-output, but we're high-input as well. But when we put the large nitrogen in, and maybe the fungicides in, I worked out this year, we were under 15 kilos of N per tonne of wheat. And on a sugar beet, we're under a kilo of N per tonne of sugar beet produced. So we might be high on input, but we're trying to be sustainable by actually producing a lot of food out there. So for me, Andrew Bamford from the Zoology Department at Cambridge University when it says land sparing. So you then have some areas that are go for it, feed the nation, and then you have other bits that are concentrating, giving the environment the best chance to be unadulterated and not compromised. And when you do sharing and you try and do an ELM or an ELS and you're trying to blend it together, you're compromising the food and you're also compromising the environment. And if we can do both separately, but as a high intensity to improve both of it, that's what we want to do, and that's what we try to do. Absolutely amazing what you've said. Congratulations, and I'll let you get your certificate and bubbly from Alice and continue oh, celebrating. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, bloody hell. The next award is Digital Innovator of the Year. Lelia proud to present this award to Ewan Irvine and Emma Gray. There we go. Their second award of the night, and the judges were impressed with the business's use of online technologies and social media to support its growth, especially after only having internet and power installed in such a beautiful and remote area within the past year or so. It's also enabling the wider farming business to grow. Many congratulations. So I'm with Ewan and Emma. You've not just won one award, you've won two digital innovator and diversification, small and medium. Tell me how it feels to hold two of those awards. That's so made up. We had Unbelievable, isn't it? Yeah, like we're against such good um, people that we didn't really expect it. But It's just super humbling, isn't it? Like yeah. to be in a room with such amazing people that it's a creme of British farming and even to be nominated is just incredible. So we're absolutely buzzing and to come away with an award it's, oh yeah, it's going to be know. like on Pride of Place on our mantelpiece. <laughs> At least it's nice, like we've got like a his and hers. That's now. so cool! <laughs> it's unbelievable, unbelievable. 
And so if we talk about the digital side of your business, how do the social media platforms and things like that help with your business and farming, do you think? Yeah, the social media is critical. It's crucial to our business because it's a way of accessing a worldwide market so that we can kind of um, let people know what we've got so that they can um, get access to it. It's incredible. I think like um, there's like farming's changing, isn't it? Yeah. And to try and sell that story of like, um, yeah, like hope and yeah. I don't know, it's like amazing. We're so psyched for the future of British farming and social media is part of that story, isn't it? It's like engaging with the wider British public and well, worldwide even. And for our business, it's, as Emma said, it's just crucial, isn't it? Yeah. And how do you think the British Farming Awards help with the future of farming and what we're doing tonight with, you know, champion all you amazing farmers? I think you open it to a bigger network and I think you have a really good social media presence and because of the, the farmers who are nominated are so forward thinking, it just spreads the word so much further than what farmers could do themselves. Mm -hmm. I think it's right that the, like through you guys, the industry shouting about like what we're actually doing because um, I think that's really important, isn't it? To sell yeah. that good news story and yeah. People, people can know like how, how good it is to be a farmer. <laughs> Finally, very quickly, how are you going to celebrate two of these awards? I think we're going to yeah, go dancing, aren't we? Yeah, dancing <laughs> in a beverage or two. Yeah, maybe a cheeky class of something. <laughs> okay, our final award. It is our farming hero flying the flag for British Agriculture Award. It is sponsored by Eternit. Please welcome to the stage the 2022 farming hero, Tom Pemberton. Um, I'd like to say a huge thank you to the Farming Guardian editors for uh, nominating me for the award and for me to win. Um, it's amazing to think six years ago that I picked a camera up just to show what we do on a small farm and to kind of, kind of show what us farmers do. There weren't many people doing it at the time and uh, very fortunate people kind of liked it and enjoyed it. And it's incredible to think if it's people just going, okay, that's how food is made on our farm or food is made in British, on British farms, it's amazing. Or you hear about stories of people going into farming just by watching the videos, it's incredible. And obviously my name's up there, but there is a massive like, team behind me. The family, the um, staff at the farm are amazing. Imagine my parents six years ago, you know, they were the older generation of farming and I pick up a camera and go, okay, wait two seconds. I just want to film this, I just want to do it. And you know what it's like, we don't have time. We're just kind of flying. And it's amazing because I get the support from my mum and dad and my family. Um, the other thing as well, <laughs> imagine being a farmer's wife or husband. We are never in the house anyway. But then when I've got a part-time job of 20, 30 hours a day, or no day of a week, and then filming or uh, editing my videos, I never see my wife. So an absolute incredible for her to put up with me because not a lot of people would do it. So a big round of applause <laughs> to my family who are absolutely amazing. Thank you very much. have just happened I'm with Stephen Lowe talk to me about what it was like to be in here when the winners were announced and what the awards evening means for British farming just a fantastic opportunity to showcase what goes on at the other side of the gate behind the farm door if you will so many worthy winners I, I'm really glad I wasn't on any of the panels judging because reading through all the bios I couldn't split 
any of them. And I think what it highlights more than anything is just the resilience within British farming, innovation, and the wanting to succeed, develop and grow. And it's a great party as well. You know, we've missed the opportunity to get together. We've missed all our friends. Chance, even shaking hands. I mean, it still feels a bit weird. There's 800 people in this room celebrating British farming, the rugging, the shaking hands. It's a great night, really, for British farming. And now I'm with editor of Farmer's Guardian, Ben Briggs. The awards have happened. Everyone's really excited, celebrating the night away. Can you just tell me how the night has gone and why it's the 10th anniversary, why it's so important? I, I think it's as I joked about on stage, Lucy, that we did literally a decade ago start in a sports hall in Droitwich and we've got to a point now where we're in a an absolutely amazing arena here tonight in the Vox in Birmingham. We've got 800 people and we've got a real celebration of British agriculture. And I think to get to that point is testament to the Farmers Guardian, the AgriConnect team, but I think it's testament to the the farming community as well for kind of really embracing the awards. If you look out here tonight, it's very much it's not it's not a black tie place. It's a suited and booted it's people coming here to have a good time and and i think tonight's been a real celebration of british agriculture and and it for me what always gets me is how how people react what it means to certain people so if we look at uh, rona campbell crawford on ag student of the year who was just totally incredulous about the fact she'd won but what is that going to do for her career what is that going to do for her CV? How can she use that going forward? And how can all these farms tonight use what they've won and take it and use it for their own kind of publicity and for their own gain? And, and, and it is, it is, it's the best party in British agriculture as well. I was just about to ask you, how do you think this room of farmers and yourself are going to celebrate the rest of the evening? What, what should I expect from you all? Well, I mean, as I'm talking to you, I'm clutching uh, a rather large glass of red wine, but I think it'll be about partying, but I think it's also about, in its own way, networking. You have it in the corporate world where we come together and where we talk to each other and where we kind of network and we do business. But tonight, I think it's about more than that. It's a community, it's a fraternity. It's about that kind of celebration of British agriculture. And <laughs> there'll be no better expression of that than on the dance floor later on, Lucy. And I'm sure you'll be there as well. And that's all we've got time for today on this special edition of the Over the Farmgate podcast here live at the Vox Centre in Birmingham at the 10th anniversary British Farming Awards. As Ben said, the party and entertainment is just starting. So I'll leave you until next week. I've been Lucy Baxter and this has been Over the Farmgate. <laughs>